And welcome back to Betting for Beginners. It is co-host Nicholas Hobbs here with my other host, Preston Adkins. What up? So today, Preston and I are going to be bringing to you the win-loss totals for every NFL team. Boom, boom, boom. That's right. Every team. We're going to break it down. If you should bet the over, the under, maybe not touch it, whichever we believe. Preston, I'm pretty pumped about this. What about you? I'm just getting over your uh, beatboxing. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so to give you a good example, we have the Baltimore Ravens at 8.5 wins for the season. So what that means is Baltimore has to win nine games to be over. Eight games would be an under. So you're going to lay your money on over or under. Now, with that being said, Preston and I are always going to differ usually. Occasionally we'll be on the same path. And we're going to give you a little insight as to why. <clears throat> now, in case of a tiebreaker, we did have a colleague of ours actually give his opinion, who's unfortunately not with us today, but he will act as a tiebreaker and with just his amounts that we will give occasionally as well. We've spent quite a bit of time just going over schedules and everything else. And as I've said before, these are clearly just our opinions. Don't take them as credence. But we do think we're going to bring you a couple good bets we think you can make some money on to uh, get paid out when the regular season ends and uh, start the new year outright when the regular season does end around Christmas time and get, get a little special gift on us. So without further ado, we'll start and we'll do the AFC North. We'll actually start with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I have the Ravens going 9-7, and seven, so going over that 8.5. I really like the Ravens. Lamar Jackson really taking that second-year step and moving forward. Um, I really love the offensive weapons they're putting around him. And a John Harbaugh defense, in my opinion, is always pretty good. We'll agree on the Harbaugh defense. Um, I think this one comes down to Lamar Jackson and your faith in him. You know, I have them an eight and eight. It's only a one game difference, but since it's that eight and a half over under, I'm under and you're over. Um, safe bet? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. Yeah, so. I, I agree. I don't think I would touch it whatsoever. It's just it's not a it's not a for sure lock in. I think the the bookies did really well with this line, so our advice would definitely be to pass on this one. So next up in the AFC North, we have something we can agree on and we won't spend much time on. It's the Cincinnati Bengals, a.k.a. the Bungalows. Preston, how do you think they're going to do this year? Well, I have them at 4-12. Uh, it's just pretty ugly, man. I actually also have them at 4-12. and 12. I don't think we need to elaborate a lot. They're kind of a shit show. I like Joe Mixon. The O-line is kind of iffy. Andy Dalton really has let us down. They let Marvin Lewis go. But I think they're they're really shipping off different things. Maybe looking at they're going to try, but I think they're fixing to hit rebuilding mode. So they're getting there. Consensus says we both say bet the under of six six total wins for Cincinnati. We both have them at four and twelve. So next up, a little bit of a tricky team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I personally don't love too much, but what I do love is their schedule. Their over-under is nine wins. Uh, after I went through their schedule, everything, I thought for sure I would maybe have them eight and eight. I actually have them at ten and six. Uh, their schedule is just so easy. Uh, I love taking Pittsburgh over nine wins. 
again in complete agreement. I promise this won't happen too many times, but these two, I, I have them at 10 and 6 as well, agreed that they're kind of middle of the road, but when we took a look at their schedule, it's a cakewalk, basically. So, yeah, I'd, I'd shoot for the over if I bet this. So. Uh, there's a lot of questions we had with James Conner going all year. You know, he's no Lev Bell by any means. Antonio Brown being gone. You know, single coverage on Juju. There's so many different factors. I, I just think they find ways to squeak games out. It won't be pretty, and they'll get killed in the playoffs, but I think they're going to win 10 games. So last and not least, the exciting Cleveland Browns of the AFC North. Over, under, win total, nine. Um, we're a little different on this one. Maybe I'm a little high on Cleveland. I love Odell, love Chubb, love Baker Mayfield, love the defense. It's coming along fine. They've got Kareem Hunt and, and waiting. Uh, what's not to love about Cleveland, I think? I have them going 11-5 and five and going over 9. I have them pushing. Uh, they're 9-7, and seven, and I think this is probably just a – difference in our outlook on things. I'm a little more uh, reserved, and it's because I haven't seen this team perform and do this. I know the Browns have a history, but, and I, look, I'll be the first one to say they have awesome skill position players. Their O-line is shaky, and their defense, while they do have some really some star power, basically, I mean, they have some guys that have really progressed. There's still holes, so... Again, nine and seven. It's a push for me. Um, not one I'm betting. So after in reviewing of the AFC North, two surefire bets me and Preston want to bring you is definitely Cincinnati under six wins, and Pittsburgh over nine wins. Um, so we think both of those are going to be good options for you guys. Definitely lay some cash on. We're not telling you to bet your whole bankroll. Uh, just you know whatever you're comfortable with. You know, say if you have. You know, hundred extra dollars to spend on betting. Maybe put 10, 20 bucks on them. Um, you know, you got a thousand, put a hundred on them. Maybe ten to twenty percent of your bankroll max. You, you don't want to put all your eggs in the basket on it. It's a nice season-long bet to just you know hope on. Okay, so that's going to cover the AFC North. And actually, I did leave something out that we really wanted to point out for consensus purposes with the other expert we had going with us. So in the Baltimore pick, where I had nine and seven. Preston had eight and eight. Our other consensus picker had them at seven and nine. So it was two against one for the under there. It was a clean sweep, surprisingly, with the Cincinnati Bengals at four and 12. And that's why we're telling you we, we, we like to lock that one in. Pittsburgh, it was actually a clean sweep. Me and Preston, both 10 and six. Our other consensus member, 12 and four. We're giving that the seal of approval to bet that. And then where me and Preston both are either pushing or over in the Cleveland, other consensus member actually has Cleveland at 8-8. Eight and eight. So that's really what makes that a non-touched game or non-touched season total. One's over, one's pushing, one's under, and you, you just don't feel that comfortable about the bet. So now we'll go into the AFC South, which includes Jacksonville, Tennessee, Houston, and Indianapolis. Let's start with Jacksonville, Preston. Uh, they have a win-loss total of eight games. Well, I know I'm a little more optimistic than you here uh, with Jacksonville. 
I don't know if I'm stuck in the past or what, but I think that defense really comes back around this year. I know they scuffled last year a little bit. It's I kind of blame the offense, though. Any defense, no matter how good it is, if it's on the field all the time, it's not going to hold up. Wait a minute. Are you talking about Blake Bortles? Yeah, poor old Blake. He Blake Bortles? The flashes were not there at all last year, I don't think. So, anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I have faith in that defense. Uh, I don't know if you gave the over-under, but it's at 8. I actually have them at 10 and 6. Um, it's based on that defense, and it's based on that division. Well, we've got a Doug Marone lover over here in oh, Preston. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the pick. Uh, or the video. I've sent it to Preston before in the past. It's Doug Marone talking about eating a bologna sandwich. Uh, he just scrapes the film off the bologna, whether it be old or not, and just takes him a big bite. And I think that's what Preston's doing living in the past with Jacksonville. Just eating that old bologna because it's so cured, it don't matter even if it smells a little bit and, you know, you don't know it's a mystery meat. I've got Jacksonville coming in at 8-8, eight and eight, right where their win total is at 8. You know, I think Nick Foles is going to be a great addition, great game manager. It's a competitive division. But with that being said, I just don't put a, a, a lot in Jacksonville. I'm going to give them a push. And um, our other consensus member actually had them at 6-10. and 10. So as you can see, we're all a little bit over, all over the place there. Um, so this is probably one we would tell you to go ahead and pass on. <clears throat> Going to another... AFC South team, the Tennessee Titans. I personally am probably a little low on the Titans. Their win-loss total is eight games. Have them at 5-11. and 11. They ended the season great. Derrick Henry looked like a monster truck. Um, you know, Marcus Mariota just looked maybe above average. Is, that's about the best you can hope for him. Sorry, Titans fans. I just I feel like I have them so low because I just don't have any faith in Marcus Mariota to stay on the field. And when he's on the field, I just... I just don't have any faith in it. Maybe I'm being a little rough, but I've heard it for five years now that it's going to be his year. You can only cry wolf so many times. I understand that. I like his skill set, but it just isn't happening. Um, I'm taking the under as well. I'm not so so against them, I guess you'd say. I'm at 7-9. and nine. You know, I... Uh, Last year, they were supposedly going to have a top 5-0 line. That didn't happen. And this year, I think they have somebody suspended four games. Taylor Lewan, their, their, their star yeah. uh, tackle is, is guard tackle. I believe he's the he's on the left. I uh, apologize for not knowing that ahead of time. But he's great. Excellent. And he, he's definitely the rock of their line. And he's out for four games. So there's just too much inconsistency there. Um, Coaching change? Still the same coach. Uh, it is. It is. The only crazy thing is, um, you know, our consensus member uh, is a Titans fan. Actually, has them at nine and seven. We're going to chalk that to a Titans fan there. And uh, this is another one I really don't like touching. Even though me and Preston are both under, I can easily see him hitting eight. I could easily see him hitting six. Something crazy could happen, and they could maybe hit nine. It's just a. I don't feel comfortable with this bet in any way, either way. Agreed. A couple of fortunate breaks, you know. I mean, the NFL, it's so tight, top to bottom. You know, any any given week, um, scrub team could beat a good team. And Tennessee's right there in the middle. That's where the line is. It's just not a comfortable thing. 
So moving on, uh, we now have the Houston Texans. Uh, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins. They've uh, signed Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. Um, they've got great receiving options. They just traded uh, Clowney away within the last day or two. Preston, what are you thinking about Houston? Well, I'm looking at what I have down here, and I think I've kind of had an issue with this since I've done it. So I have an 8-8. Eight and eight. I'm going to go ahead and give them a game somewhere in there and say 9-7 and seven since the line is 8.5. I would like the consensus to be the over because I think that offense has a lot of weapons. I think they're they're all in this year. You know, they, they traded to bolster their O line. They didn't get rid of Clowney, but hey, I think this is a, this is an offensive team when you get down to it. Solid defense, JJ Watt every year. You know, there, there's pieces there on defense that they can do what needs to be done. They're not going to dominate. So yeah, I'm going nine and seven. You know, I couldn't agree with you more. I have them at ten and six. Love this offense. Love what they did last year. They started slow and really went on a tear. Uh, I think we both give our seal of approval to take the over here at eight and a half. Um, our consensus third member, a little bias on the FC South. He had them at seven and nine. Um, from from what they did last year to what this year, there's not a big drop off in my opinion. If anything, they may have gotten a little bit better. Um, doesn't mean the record's going to indicate that. I see no issue in them getting at least nine wins. I would be very comfortable betting the over here. Now, lastly, unfortunately, Andrew Luck has retired, and the poor Indianapolis Colts are going to suffer now. Um, Jacoby Brissett is their starting quarterback. It was a couple years ago, and they only managed to squeeze out a couple wins. With that being said, Indy does have the number one O-line, if I'm correct on that. They uh, have, you know, a good receiving core, good running back in Marlon Mack emerging, and, and a defense aging, you know, that is very young, that is aging with maturity. Um, I love Frank Reich as a head coach. Problem is, I don't like Jacoby Brissett. Indy's over under is seven and a half, and I think that's just a little too high. And I'm just putting my faith in Jacoby Brissett. I hate the number I have down here. I don't know what I was thinking. I have them at one and fifteen. Uh, they're going to win four or five games at least, but they're not going to win eight games. I'd say take the under. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that line's just a little high. If it was at five and a half, I would not want anything to do with it, taking the under. But at seven and a half, I'd feel comfortable. It all comes down to Brissett, and I really just didn't see it when he was out there during Lux injuries. It's too much of a shock, man. I, I can't see them coming out the gate. If I'm not mistaken, they have a pretty brutal schedule, too. So I just... Maybe that's why my numbers are so low. Their schedule, I think they hit a really rough patch, like six, seven games in a row where I could maybe see them losing them all. So you're coming into the year losing your franchise quarterback, your leader. So you come out on a skid, then you hit a stretch of four or five games against top-tier NFL teams. It's just not pretty. Danger zone. Yeah. So that wraps the AFC South. Uh, Jacksonville. Uh, we don't think we touched that one. It's We're just a little all over the place. Tennessee, me and Preston like the under, but like we said, the AFC South is a tricky division. Probably don't touch that one either. Houston, over 8.5. We love that. We think they're easily going to get nine wins. Let's put some money down on Houston. We actually love Indianapolis as well. Uh, third member 
of our cast, the consensus that's not here with us today. I actually had them at 6 and 10. He was the highest among us on Indianapolis. So we all have under on Indianapolis. So we love taking the Houston over and the Indy under. And now we will touch on the AFC East. Coming in first, the mighty, the great, the undestructible, reigning Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, over under 11 wins. Preston, do you think we need to really spend much time elaborating on this over under? Not really. Uh, the one thing I'll say is not only are the in division with the weakest competition in the NFL. Their out-of-division schedule is an absolute cakewalk for the first half of the season anyway. We won't be shocked if New England opens the season 7 or 8, no. Um, we're not going to say anymore it's Brady Belichick. Bet it all on New England over 11. The worst they're going to do is 12 and 4. That's, that's just that simple. We're going to move on to the New York Jets. And before we do touch the Jets, our consensus other picker also had New England going crazy in a 14-2. He was higher than me and Preston. We both had them 13-3. So like I said, run down to the legal sports book right now. Remember, we don't condone illegal gambling. Run down to your local legal sports book. Load up on New England over. Moving to the New York Jets. Seven wins. Can Sam Darnold make the next step? Lev Bell is there. It's going to be a tricky, tricky team. I, weirdly enough, with their schedule, that also New England plays a lot of, I think their schedule is very favorable. I have them at 8-8. Eight and eight. I think that's maybe a little high, but maybe I'm a little optimistic on them. Maybe. Uh, like I said, it's a tricky team. I mean, they made moves. Lev Bell is a huge signing. Um, coming off a defensive-minded coach into supposedly an offensive-minded coach. Uh, Mr. Butthead, Adam Gase. Well, I don't put much stock in his offensive mind, but that's another story. I have him at 4-12. That might be a little low. I gave some love to the Dolphins in this division just because of Fitzmagic. He's always good for a couple of W's. Wow, mustache! <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, I took the under. I... I have a hard time finding a franchise quarterback is the most difficult thing to do. Right? I didn't see it in Darnold. I didn't see it that it was coming last year in Darnold. I want to see that first. Before I put my money on the team, let me see a quarterback as well on his way. I'm just taking the under. It's as simple as that. Our uh, other consensus member had them at 5-11. and 11. So two against me. Uh, with the over of seven, I had the over seven, Preston, our other member, under of seven. Um, with that being said, um, anything can happen. I think me and Preston probably both agree. It's just one of those you don't really want to touch. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going after that. Now, coming in on fire here, Miami Dolphins. They may be our lowest uh, in the AFC. They actually are lowest in the AFC. Four and a half wins. Uh, Preston was talking about his love for Fitzpatrick. Let's hear it, Preston. Yeah, I don't know about love, but he's going to sling it, man. He and can throw the fucking ball. He's he's going to sling it. He just lets it fly. There's there's no risk too great to, for that man to take. So you couple that with 
Albert Wilson, Devontae Parker, Kenyon Drake. There's going to be some ridiculous plays, and I feel like some Ws they pull out that no one thought they would, especially games against the Jets and the Bills. Uh, that's about it, man. I, I can't place much about their defense. They have some solid D-line play, do they not? They're, they've actually – somewhat they're, they're starting – to really trade away a lot of their pieces. Yeah. Uh, that actually, I just saw some breaking news a couple days ago, as well as just an hour ago, that they've really, I think Kiko Alonso just got traded. Uh, don't quote me on that. Maybe yeah. I was. Uh, they're making a lot of different moves of trading. Um, I, the Dolphins, they're ready to tank for Tua. I was about to say. The tank for it's Tua. A tank job. So, look. I really like their coaching change they made. In the future, they're going to be solid. This year, not so much. I don't think I'd bet this because of the line. The four it's and a half. so low in their professional football team. Exactly. Uh, they could easily lose four or win four or less games, but that's that's a kind of a tall task in today's NFL. So. I yeah, don't, I don't think I'd go after this one. I, I'm there with you. Me and the other consensus member had them at two and fourteen. They could easily win two games. They could easily win five games. Uh, you, you just like he said, there's they're going to be in a lot of close games with some shitty teams. And that's I mean, you talk about my love. I had them five and eleven too. So it's just the line is the problem. The line is four and a half, and we say run. Just don't touch that line at four and a half. And the last member of the AFC East. The Buffalo, Buffalo, Bills Mafia, whatever you want to call them, the Buffalo Bills. Give the fans credit. They show up. They don't do it pretty. It looks like a trailer park party. But they show up in good old Buffalo. Over under win total, six and a half. Um, I've got them at four and 12. I love Josh Allen. Problem is I see Josh Allen getting his head knocked off. I don't know how he did in last year. Uh, he's a big body, fast guy. I think they're really going to read into that. And let's be honest, Singletary's a, a rookie running back. I just don't like their pieces. Really, their, their, their defense is really good. They can't score the ball, though. They cannot score. They don't score a lot of points ever. And defense can only do so much. Have them at 4-12. and 12. And under that six and a half. Yeah, I got them at five and eleven. So I think everybody was on the under here. It's a weird thing. Uh, you feel like they're in a constant rebuilding mode, and yet they went out and added receiver depth. It was no one special, but they did go out and add pieces. Uh, it's just not enough to make you go wow because they're not coming to our heads right now. I'm sorry, Bills fans. I'm sorry. I don't know what the GM's doing with this team. Um, you already know you suck. You don't need us to tell you that. Take a page out of the Dolphins, man. They're, they're tanking and the season hasn't begun. So just go on and go down that road. And maybe one day Belichick will retire and y'all can be competitive in this division. Listen, Brady can't play forever, okay? He can't play forever. In all seriousness, though, I, I do like Josh Allen. The defense is solid. Uh, you know, Singletary, I don't know a whole lot about. But I've got to see it. I've got to see the ball in the end zone. True. That's what I've got to see to believe. I didn't see a lot of it last year. No reason for me to believe it this year. I hope you guys make me wrong or prove me wrong. So in recap of the AFC East, 
Go bet your damn house on New England. Let's stop fucking around. Eleven wins. Go over. Preston maybe doesn't want to bet the house. That's the game. That's the gambler in me. Go bet your damn house on New England over eleven. And you know maybe maybe a few pebbles on Buffalo under six and a half. Yeah, I feel comfortable with Buffalo, man. I think that line is, is what does it. The Jets and Dolphins are both just, I don't like the line. They're tricky lines. Yeah, Buffalo, I'm, I'm okay with But bet your house on New England until Tom Brady dies or retires. It's not going to happen, man. They just don't lose. and he's, he's too healthy. Damn it, their schedule's so easy. I'm so jealous. Now... We will jump into the AFC West to conclude our win-loss totals for the season with the AFC West teams, and we'll start with the Los Angeles Superchargers. Listen, you never should have fired Marty, okay? The man took you to 14-2, and two, and you fired him. You know what? That was dumb. I know he didn't get you your Super Bowl, Damn, that guy was awesome. I don't care what anyone says. And I also look back. I'm looking at you Raiders fans. Totally off subject here. Why the fuck did you fire Tom Cable when he took you to 8-8 eight and eight with that shitty team? I know that was a while ago. But I just wanted you Raiders fans to know I haven't forgot about you. So let's go ahead and talk about the Chargers. Nine and a half wins. Uh, I have a little, I think, too high on the Chargers. Have them at 13-3. and three. Um... Even if I wanted to pivot, maybe two of those wins down to eleven and five, I still like them over nine and a half, uh, quite a bit. Uh, not really a lot to say. I love Philip Rivers, even with Gordon out, be a little suspect possibly, but I like Eckler. I like Justin Jackson, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I mean, offense is loaded. Hunter Henry and the defense is really good too. I love the coaching change last year. Uh, I, I just like Los Angeles a lot. Do I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl? No, I don't think they're ever going to get over the hump. I think they're going to win a lot of games. Hey, I agree. Um, you're at 13-3. and three. I'm not that optimistic. I got him at 10-6. I feel like Melvin Gordon, how long this holdout lasts. I mean, if this lasts half the year, that's going to hurt. Boom, boom, uh, boom, boom. Breaking news. Melvin Gordon... Extension talks have now ended by the San Diego Chargers, reported today. They will not revisit it for the remainder of the year. I guess they've, they've allowed him to search for trades as well. So it's not in a good place right now. Not a good sign when the season starts in about a week. I think really with today's NFL, you, and the superstar back is, is important. I know kind of act like backs grow on trees, but to me, Eckler is more of a pass catcher. Jackson is more between the tackles. When you have Gordon out there who does everything, it just puts the defense on their heels that much more. I think they miss him. I think they're still good. Don't get me wrong. It's like Nick said, they're solid across the board. 10-6, and six, I'm okay with the over here. I'm not thrilled about it, but I would, I would put a little on it. Yeah, with Gordon, he's once a draft kind of running back. You just don't get many of those. And uh, with that being said, I just I, I like the Chargers. I kind of hate the situation Melvin Gordon is in. Uh, with that being said, we'll now move on to the Denver Broncos. 
Um, they have seven wins and losses. Now, with that being said, I did forget to mention on the Chargers, our other consensus member had them at nine and seven. Going to totally take his opinion and throw it out the window because I just don't like it. Um, so take me and Preston's advice and take the over <laughs> of nine and a half. Uh, veto. <laughs> now, looking at Denver. Veto uh, by the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> you heard the Arnold. Gunk charges go. Now, with that being said, going back to Denver, they're such a tricky, tricky team to me. Um, you know, I don't love Flacco. I mean, the $120 million man is a great game manager. Uh, he's not going to win you a lot of games. Well, he's going to lose you a lot of games. He, he's going to win you more games he's going to lose you. I, I definitely think that with a, a decent cast. Von Miller's still there. The defense is pretty intact. Um, over under at wins a seven. It's really hard for us here. I have them at eight and eight. Uh, it's just a bet I don't like to touch. Denver, I think, could easily go ten and six. They could go six and ten. Um, it's, they're going to have a lot of coin flip games, I think. And I, I just don't love Flacco. And there's that. I'm right there with you. I pushed. It's you know I could have went eight and eight. I went seven and nine. It's a team that's going to win ugly. Um, I like the defense. I like as a football team they have some solid things in place. But when it comes to betting and, and knowing what you're getting week in and week out, it's not. It's not there. There's no consistency to me on offense. I don't think uh, defense feeds off your offense and vice versa. So. Flacco comes out there and Flacco's it up. It's a little flaccid. Flacco! And that's, that's not good for that defense long term. They could wear down. It's a middle of the road team with a line that's right in the middle of the road. So I'm not really. Now, I do love the free agent pickup, Philip Lindsay, rookie last year. Um, he was a great addition, small running back that really shocked a lot of us and had a really good rookie season. And I think he is a, a really bright spot for the team. Moving on to Kansas City. All right, not going to spend a lot of time here. They're fucking awesome. They're, they're, their offense is just... I'm jealous. Like, that's just, can we like get some violins in the background? And like I, I want to cry because I'm so jealous. Orchestra. They're, they're so good. Uh, ten and a half is their win-loss total. It's kind of like when we touched on New England earlier. They're, they're going to run away with the AFC. Kansas City and New England is... Go put your house on Kansas City. I have them at 12-4, and four, and I just – everything they got, I love. Uh, yeah, I really can't argue. Um, I don't think we touched on it, but earlier today, the Bills released Shady McCoy. Uh, Kansas City has since picked him up. Just to be like, oh, we're going to fuck with you. Yeah, I mean, dude, they have three solid running backs. I'm not a big Damian Williams fan. I think he's a probably a soft – Tissue injury waiting to happen. The offense is so good. Like, their defense is, is garbage. But you they're going to score 40 points a game. You don't need a defense, right? And you know what? Shady is still a good back. He's nothing special. Put him in that offense even 10, 12 plays a game where he's involved. And he's going he's gonna to be great at catching, great at blocking, great at running. Andy Reid lives for this shit exactly. and ribs. But, I mean, look at it. I do have to make a point about Andy Reid. Love you, Andy. But look at that damn playbook he always has. The big card. 
It looks like he's reading a fucking menu. I mean, I, I look at him like, yeah, let me get some of those ribs with the extra mesquite on it. Love you, Andy, but that's just what I think of every time they cut to you. Listen, with that being said, Kansas City, I'm not going to elaborate anymore. You, you watched them last year. They're fun as shit to watch. I don't see Mahomes. I don't think he can have a season like he did last year. So he's got to regress, I guess, a little bit. But if he does, they're still hanging thirty on people. So they're good. they're gonna they're gonna shit on you. You're gonna come get some, bitch. Is their motto? Yeah. Lastly, Gruden Grinders. <laughs> you know, Preston. You know, Mr. Davis, the owner of the Raiders. Not not Al Davis. He's dead now. But his son, Mark Davis. Have you ever seen his haircut? I haven't. No. Well. Folks, I want you to take a moment right now. Mark Davis is a really nice guy, but Google Mark Davis haircut. Preston's actually pulling it up right now as we speak, and you're going to hear him laugh in probably about 10 seconds. He pays roughly, I think, $600 for this haircut, last thing I read. Man, it, it, I'm it, laughing already, man. It, it is a supreme bowl cut. Now, any of you guys been watching Hard Knocks, John Gruden looks like he's going to the same barber. Oh man, it's it's he's yeah. That man needs to pay me six hundred dollars to come cut his hair. Exactly. I mean, he's a nice guy, but that's a horrible haircut. Look it up. Also, is Gruden gone yet? Dot com. I want you to check that out. We're endorsing that. I don't care. I completely agree. I was going to bring it up, man. This year will tell. How much time does he have left on that deal anyway? Well, how many years? Let's find out real quick. Is Gruden gone yet? Dot com. Uh, this is his second year of ten. So right now, as we're talking. Gruden just made seven dollars. Oh my god! So yeah, look, if he goes through this year, uh, everybody knew it was rebuild, right? So he's on the way. He 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 brought in A B. He brought in but, Josh Jacobs. But, but, but Preston, the reason they were so bad last year is because it's really hard to find a defensive end oh, in the NFL. Just go ahead and trade Khalil Mack over. But 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 I'm gonna draft another one though, right? That's another great, funny thing about the Raiders. I, I saw a guy at a Bears game with a jersey on, had Max number and Gruden's name on the back. And you ever see that one? I didn't see it, but I'm glad I didn't. I would probably want to just go jump off a bridge. Fantastic, man. Actually, because you know what? I hate the Bears because I'm a Vikings fan. And fuck you, John Gruden, <laughs> for giving them Khalil Mack. You're an asshole. We'll see. Hey, look, if he comes out and wins eight games this year, uh, it won't be as funny. But if he hits the under on this six, isgrudengoneyet.com is probably the funniest joke of the last two years to me. It's really good. Like Preston said, the number is six. I'm not going to lie to Oakland, I think, is going to be a better team than last year. Their schedule is brutal. If you look at it, they have a really, really brutal schedule, really brutal stretch. I'm just going to say it. I think Carr sucks. I don't think it's all him, but I think he kind of sucks. Uh, I think they paid him too much money, but it's the going right now, so I guess they were ahead of it somewhat. Um, I hope they prove me wrong. I kind of like Carr. Um, you know, my favorite John Gruden quote a couple uh, years ago on Monday Night Football was, a screen pass, and he goes, nah, would you look in there? That's a screen pass with lead blockers. Well, no shit, John. Doesn't take a genius to figure out how to run a screen pass. 
They have AB. We love AB, but AB's been a really big prima donna lately. Um, you know, he had his feet, in his words, circumcised uh, with all the skin cut off. They're just a giant shit show, and let's be honest, Mike Mayock. I think the time's passed for him being a GM. Like, I mean, what is this like, 1999 again? Like, yeah, I mean, look at Amari Cooper. What he did when he got traded last year, he couldn't do anything. It was unbelievable the lack of production. But, but Preston, you know how hard it is to find another one wide receiver. I'm just gonna go out and get another one. Uh, it's odd. They're just odd at this point. And Mark Davis's haircut proves it. So they're just listen. The Raiders I used to be scared of. Listen, they're just going to Vegas just to hope drunk people buy their tickets. I said it. So, so three and thirteen, Nick. Four and twelve. Take the under. Our other consensus person had a 5-11. Sorry, Oakland. We love you. The fans, you guys are really supportive of your team. We just don't like you. And, you know, shout-out Gaffieri. Give us a holler. We'll support some of your things. Love your restaurant out there in Vegas. I've frequented it many times. Um, it's excellent. I know you're a big Raiders fan. Uh, don't hate me for this. Uh, and why does everyone hate on you, guy? I don't get it. Like, I know you still got the frosted tips and shit, but you do a lot of charities. Diners, drive-ins, and dives is a decent show, and you're not fake. And Come on, everybody. Get off his ass. He looks like the lead singer from Smash Mouth, dude. That's just played out. But you know what? Somebody wants, and that is going to cover time. the AFC. We actually want to apologize to you listeners about our moments there talking about the Raiders organization. Not what we said about the Raiders. It just it's a lot of rambling and incoherent nonsense, but That's what you are. That's what the Raiders are, and I guess it just rubbed off on us. So apologies. But, apologies. We still like you Raiders fans. Is Gruden gone yet dot com. <laughs>